Golden Spiral Media presents Chester's Mill Gazette, an Under the Dome podcast. Hey, Dome Heads, it's time. Doug and Karen are ready to deliver the latest issue of Chester's Mill Gazette and share their thoughts on this week's episode of Under the Dome. Are you ready? Here are your hosts, Doug and Karen. Welcome and thanks for reading this next issue of the Chester's Mill Gazette. I'm designated survivor, Doug Payton. You wish. And I'm moon watcher, <laughs> Karen Lindsay. We're hot off the presses with with this issue for season three, episode three, entitled Redux. That's right. First day with the new lips, right? Hey, Karen there. Good job. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're published by Golden Spiral Media at goldenspiralmedia.com slash dome. Dome. And, oh, now this is the thing. You've got to go to our new Facebook fan page. Uh, well, it's not a Facebook fan page. It's a group, actually. There's all kinds of different things. In, it's in a fan Facebook. page. It's a group page. Who knows what these things are? Anyway, yeah. And then uh, we've got uh, all of our things going on there. We, we will uh, mention when we've published the uh, podcast there. And also, we'll let you uh, speak about uh, different things about the previous episode. We will start a new, uh, to keep things a little spoiler-free for those who don't want to see it, it'll have a special uh, uh, entry for like this past week, Redux, a, a special thing to just comment on, and, uh, and, you, and you can go and comment on that post, and you can give us your predictions, any feedback, and especially the Barbies of the week. We got a bunch yeah. from from, uh, from the Facebook page uh, this time around, and it was, well, it was gold, let me tell you right yes, now. Yes, it was like mining gold there in that little post. <laughs> You'll hear some later. Um, you can subscribe to this very podcast and... Not only that, but any Golden Spiral Media podcast, very simply by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes, and it'll just pull up the iTunes uh, store with a special Golden Spiral Media page with all of ours on there. You're going to love it. It's a whole bunch of great stuff with a whole bunch of uh, TV shows going on. We've got... Person uh, of Interest. Well, Person of Interest when it's in season, but we've right now we've got uh, Falling Skies. It's trying to plug ours. Well, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah. Falling Skies. We've got a horror... Um, horror movie podcast mm -hmm. going right now. Movie of podcast. Stuff I've learned yesterday. Yes, yes. One of my very favorites. So, so you, it's all stuff. right there, right? In goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes. Okay. Now, I'm going to give this a shot here. The writer and director of this week's episode, Redux. The writer was Alexandra McNally. That's not a problem. That's easy. That's easy. The director, and we've been practicing this beforehand. The director was Olatunde. Osun Samni. I think you got it. I, I hope I did. Um, and if you, if you've ever heard that name before, you will have, you'll remember that you've heard it. Clearly. Yes, that's right. So, there we go. There we go. It was a great episode. I really liked, uh, what they did with this and we're really moving things along. Um, as far as the, the, the myth arc goes, I like that. That's, 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 yeah, that's we me. did move a bit this week. We did. Alrighty. But speaking of this week. How many people found out about how we moved the myth arc this week? <laughs> Shall we talk about that? Well, let's give it a shot. Go ahead. So ratings. Um, there was a big note, and it was big on TV by the numbers. It was in bold and italicized and everything. They used every kind of, 
every kind of graphic thing to uh, draw attention to it. On the Thursday leading into the 4th of July holiday weekend, and by the way, happy 4th of July to our American listeners, Ooh. which was yesterday. Uh, hope you had a dot dot dot. Um, overall, adult for 18 to 49 primetime TV usage levels declined 8% week to week. They actually said declined negative 8%, but it is... that's both for the grammar uh fail and the decline right (laughs) it declined eight percent from i guess from last year or well from from last week from last week yeah week over week but uh wow yeah so yeah so overall eight percent Less people were watching this week than last week, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's what it is. Yeah, uh, The 8% may be in the demographic versus the total number of people. My guess, yeah, overall 18 to 49. So it's it's in the demo. But yeah, it's still not a good number for... um, Every week I shake my head over these ratings, I swear. (laughs) And then it says Under the Dome scored a series low 1.0 down three-tenths from last week's 1.3 adults 18 to 49. However... Hmm. If you combine Ricky Blue 0.62 share and Hannibal 0.41 share, it still doesn't equal our Under the Dome 1.04 share with 5.18 million people watching. Well, and if you, I'm looking at the numbers here where you have 3.66 million for Ricky Blue, all total viewers, and Hannibal's 1.29, those don't even add up to the amount to we got under the dome. No. So, relatively so speaking, won. yeah. But yeah, the the viewers are down, so, and and so you can't really say, well, there's you know, there's no under the domes, no good. They've just, watched it and they think it stinks. I would say good news, bad news, but it's just kind of equal news to me. Well, yeah, because everybody was down, right? So eh, whatever. Um, and I'm gonna plug Variety here, and they're not. Are they a sponsor? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Um, but I think the guy who writes or girl, I'm sorry, I think it's a guy. Um, whoever it is that, that watches Under the Dome for Variety, he's not the biggest fan of the show <laughs> ever, but he seems to really enjoy the same parts of the show that we do, like Big Jim and, and, um, Junior. And, uh, I find his, his commentaries to be really funny and insightful. So, uh, if Doug can put the, the link in again to the Variety column, hopefully, um, It'll be in our blog post, but um, I've been reading that every week and I find I'm chuckling out loud every time I read it, even (laughs) though I don't agree with everything they say. It's just, it's funny. And, uh, and I like every once in a while, I'll be like, oh yeah, I didn't catch that or, you know, something. So uh, I I really do like that. And they also add a little bit about the ratings every week. So there's a little bit about the ratings in there, too. It's the mark of a good writer or a good critic that uh, even though you disagree with them completely, you still keep coming back because you enjoy their writing. Yeah, Right. Exactly. It's just uh, very sharp, whoever's writing it this year, and I, I find it very funny. So I just I wanted to give a plug to that. Very cool. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. All righty, then. Well, let's get to the episode discussion. And our headline above the fold is Cocoons Change Chester's Citizens. Now, you would not know that just by listening, unless, of course, you were thinking about the spelling in your head, but that's, uh, those are all start, they all start with C's, but I have a K sound, a ch sound, and a s sound. So there you are. It doesn't really, you know, 
Uh, you know, it's the alliteration's quite, not there. The alliteration's not quite there because alliteration really is, I suppose, the sound versus the letter. But it's 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 the it's best okay. I got. It works for me. It's what I got. All righty. Um, speaking of ratings, here's my rating. I gave it, and I was a 9.5, and I had a few people think, wow, man, you were really way over the top there. They thought last week my, my, my rating was too high for, uh, for that thing. But I was, again, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm the myth guy. With your, you stay with your rating. I'm, I'm, I'm stay, I stuck, I stuck with it. Good I stuck with you. it. Um, I gave it eight knives to the back of an already dead girl. <laughs> Because what is yeah. she dead like three times over or something, right? Oh man, alive! You know, you just you just can't keep a good girl good girl down. Yes. <laughs> well, not so good now. Not well. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh man, alive! Now that we find out the truth. Right. Dun dun dun. Um. So I give it a seven and a half, probably unnecessary tents. Uh, they had a bunch of tents set up in the town square, but. With all the people just reducing under the dome, are there really that many homes getting destroyed that they need to set up additional housing? Maybe they all just want to hang out really close together. All right. Mm, I can think so of. That's just, what I got. Oh, okay. All right. That's what we got here. <laughs> Seems superfluous to me, but. And we've used that word in a sentence, folks. Yes. Hey, I'm all about the SATs. <laughs> all righty. Well,. Let's start here. And and I think I understand why this episode was called Redux, because it's kind of like if you were in the cocoons for what seemed to be a year, you come out of them and you realize the whole year has been, you know, a fake. And, you know, Barbie puts his hand on the dome. It's like, oh, my goodness, this nightmare has not, you know, finished yet. Right. Uh, you, you've just gone like- back and it's just like a bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Sorry. Wait a minute. <laughs> We're still here. Yes, um, yeah. I guess that's what the and so you can understand the. Uh, you know, if you were in that situation, it would just be so disheartening. Man, alive. Uh, yeah. I, I'm guessing it would be more than disheartening for some people. And and Big Jim and Junior. Uh, it, it seems like they haven't even. I don't know. Sometimes like they haven't even moved beyond you know the previous states. Like you know, Junior was in the. Um, well, I guess I wonder how long he was in there for because he he showed up um, quote unquote relatively recently. But you know, he had gotten over his dad, gotten over all that, and so I can see where Big Jim would think. Yeah, well, wait a minute, what's what's going on with you? And you know, yesterday you were like this, and today you're like this, and but you know, but again for for Junior, it's a little longer, not a whole year, but. Uh, it's definitely, you know, some time has passed and he has really moved on in his own mind. And to see his father back is just like, well, whatever. Right. Well, yeah, it, just when he thinks he's gotten out from under his dad's thumb. Oh, right? man. Yeah. And now it's like, oh. Well, and later on, he really does the deed. You know, the thing right. he was in the uh, virtual reality to apparently do, he actually physically did. You know, that's it, buddy. We're, we're done. And, and I want to break completely with the past. Now it's going to be kind of hard to do since they're both still under the dome, but, right. um, but, but at least yeah. he burned down his house. Yes. Well, I don't know yeah. if I would say yes, but you know, it's, well, it's, 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 <laughs> it's his, it's his catharsis, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Dad. I don't think Chester's Mill is going to be a place anybody want to move back to after it's been, uh, 
you know, trashed like this. So it's probably right. not a, that big a deal. Yeah, I'm guessing after all this, they're going to want to raise the, the town and <laughs> start over. Yeah, with the Moab area. Oh, that's true. You know, they haven't really shown that much. They haven't. I think that's just going to get swept under the rug. No, 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 no. And then the town, they're just going to, you know, raise the whole area. Plus, the you know, there's all that dirt underneath the ground that's inside the dome. Oh, Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, I wonder, too, if they could turn it into a, a tourist trap. Hey, this is where the dome was. Ugh, I'm guessing they will. <laughs> well, there's a, if there's a a buck to be made there, it'll they'll make it. Yes, of course, of course, with a monument. And Hi, I'm Big Jim. I'll be your guide, your your tour Ugh. guide. <laughs> there's going to be a huge statue of Big Jim right in the middle of town. You know that, right? <laughs> oh no! Oh man! I got to tell you, with a dog next to it, with, with with a dog that he can't understand why the dog statue was there. It just showed up. Right, exactly. <laughs> and if you'll notice, the dog showed up, but Julia turned away and did not acknowledge the dog. Oh, didn't notice that. Just so you know, I'm keeping track. No one but him has acknowledged ah, that. Ah, so you're thinking this could be the dome? I don't know, but I'm just keeping track. I just, okay. I, I have this hunch. There's something going on with that dog. It's worth keeping an eye out for, yeah. So, yeah. I it, I may be completely off. Okay, I'm I'm conceding to that already, but on the off chance. Well, here's a question: Did Eva hear the dog, or did she hear um, Jim try to shoo the dog away? She just heard Jim. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. So, as far as I can tell, Jim is the only person who has actually acknowledged the dog. And now he's. The designated survivor, you know, going off to an island somewhere so nobody else is going to have a chance to interact with it. With the dog. And he's going to have like this. He's going to be like Lenny with the mouse just talking to the dog <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. I don't know what he's going to do. And I will hug him and squeeze him. And call him. <laughs> or Helena or Helena talking to the scorpion. To, yes. For those of you who watch War from Black. Thank you. Full box. Yes. <laughs> where where are these mongols? <laughs> okay, before we get too far off the beach. No, path. no, I'm not going to go. <laughs> you don't want my Helena. Uh, <laughs> you do a good Helena, let me tell you right now. Well, thank you. Um we have we 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 developed a little more the backstory of Eva and Christine. Now, it sounded like they have been there since the egg landed. Because right. Jim finds that um, that video camera that uh, Ava dug up, uh, and so we we see you know that that they were there when that happened, and I'm guessing that that's the point where the dome uh, fell. So when she's she's told them, oh, we were just you know camping out three weeks ago. Well, yeah, kind of, sorta. They weren't just camping out; they were looking for you know the egg itself. But um, but they. They, they activated it, I guess, and and so they were the catalyst for the dome. Could very well be, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure. You know, here's the thing. Now let's let's go to that. Uh, let's go to the tape. <laughs> yeah. In the tape, Jim sees just the arm. At some point, when the egg starts to, starts to uh, activate, mm -hmm. we see Christine kind of fall down. It's still in her hand, but her hand looks a little. Her arm and her hand look a little weird. 
Did it look mm-hmm. kind of alien to you? Am I? Was yeah. I okay? All right. It looked weird. So the question I have is: Did it make her that way, or was she always that way? Right. So I don't know. yeah, was Christine always an alien, and uh, and it's just in human form? Because we know, you know, whoever is running the dome can appear, you know, as a, uh, well, out of nowhere. It doesn't, don't even have to have a body necessarily, but, uh, uh, and maybe that's what she is. Maybe she's just a, uh, uh, an apparition like, uh, you know, Dodie and, and all these other people who've uh, showed up there. But right. she's. Or was she planted on Earth in order to, to do all this stuff or. If that's the case, then I would have thought that she would have had, she would have known, you know, don't pick up the egg, you know, don't mess with it or something like that. I mean, so there's. And I still want a timeline of the egg because the egg obviously got out of her hands and into other people's hands. And And into a mini dome. Into the mini dome. And then the hands got laid onto it. And yeah. So I, I want the timeline of the egg. I mean, did she do that on purpose? Did the aliens take it out of her hands and put it? Because mm-hmm. I want to know how that happened. Yeah, and, and what, would the, what the purpose of the four hands was. We still, you know, we haven't seen a lot of that. And we don't have four hands anymore. Right. You know. So, yeah. This is a lot of, a lot of What's questions. What's all that nonsense about? They're, they're, they have to go back to that. Oh, man, they have to go back to that. Please right. and don't what is, just... What's with the monarch and the, all that stuff, too? Yes. Because yeah. Julia obviously had a purpose or she was supposed to have a purpose. She have saved the egg. Now she could pick it up. Maybe right. I don't know how something. Where other it. people couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Now was that just because Melanie they lost faith in Melanie for that moment or and they thought maybe they could trust her? Well, let's go back to let's uh, let's go let's go down that path here. Okay. Melanie said that she died, or was she, no maybe it was Christine who told her that. That yes. she died that night because she tried to hold the egg and and, and as we know it's not so much activating it it is but it's also you know downloading all the data from it into your brain and you know can't handle it all i'm um so so that's what what killed her but then who brought her back or is it not really her right is this another apparition are they are they gonna explain it are they gonna yeah because there's obvious there's something that the egg wanted her to do if they brought her back yeah so the question to you people out there is we need some answers from you right. because there's <laughs> it's a, a jillion questions. Yeah. And Loose ends. Definitely. You definitely know, if, yeah. it, well, she was killed. She was killed by the egg. Was, which one was it? Lyle? Oh, well, well he pushed you down into the, um, in the pit. Right. But I wasn't sure if, was it because it was but Christine she, implied that it was the egg, but yeah, you know, Really, it was Lyle. So, yeah, was it fate or was it just that Lyle interrupted it? Um, and then the egg brought her back because that's when Christine found it. And Christine is just making things up on the fly or. Well, Melanie seems to know what's going on. Right. OK, so I'm thinking that she, unless that download and unless some of that information is that, that download from the egg originally, my thought is. She couldn't, you can't handle the download. And she just <laughs> died from that. And they, and it's brought her back, uh, who, you know, the dome, whoever has brought her back to, it was because she was somebody who was important in the history of the egg, perhaps. 
And right. I, you know, so maybe she has been a quote unquote apparition this whole time with all the memories of Mel, uh, but not actually being her. So maybe she was just some sort of a convenient thing that the egg used. Yeah, a convenient, uh, convenient form to take. Maybe. The people would, you know, possibly uh, accept more than, you know, something they'd never seen before. Right. Like, I don't know, a girl who's come back from the dead anyway. Right. Because everyone accepts a girl yeah. who's back from the dead. And, of course, now Eva did ask the pregnancy question. Right. You know, Am I really pregnant? Yeah. And then, you know, Christine's like, no, I'm sure you're not. But then um, on the Facebook page, Wayne Henderson from Under the Dome Radio, one of our quote unquote competitors, but not really. No, no. No. One of our pals. He said, no, no, no. I, I said, well, she's potentially pregnant. And he said, no, no. They mentioned it. She's pregnant. Well, yeah. e- either that or Barbie is. And I said, well, now <laughs> that would be a change in the dome that or in the, that the cocoons had made around. Oh, now, man, see- alive. Here's the deal that not only did they mention it, but they mentioned that, you know, things are getting done while they're in the cocoons, like Hunter can see better mm-hmm. and things like that. So there's definitely some changes that can happen to your body while you're in the cocoons. That's right. He didn't need his glasses anymore in the alternate reality. And now in, in reality, right. he can't, he doesn't need them either. Yeah. So, so there's this, they, they talked about a life force and that, that sort of thing. Right. And, and it, it, it's just one of those, um, uh, tropes, you know, well, well, it's just, if you've ever watched, well, actually, it's a perfectly good, uh, perfectly named uh, movie. Did you see the movie Cocoon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same sort of thing. Kind of life force came from and these They actually eggs. came out and overtly mentioned the Matrix. Yes, yes, yeah. So um, the guy, I think it's the guy in Variety who's calling it the Domatrix. <laughs> just not the uh, Dominatrix. Thank you. Well, um and I'm calling Christine the Dominatrix. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> I like that one. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so she's the Dominatrix as far as, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Dominatrix, Christine. <laughs> now, what Eva has done here, I mean, clearly, I, I'm not sure exactly. I know they're both Acteon. Christine and Eva are both Acteon, but I think Christine knows a lot more than Eva does. Yeah, Ava is just an employee, I think. Yeah. I don't yeah. think she she knows anything about what the egg is about or the aliens or anything. I think she's just an anthropologist or an assistant or whatever. And when she bumps into uh Barbie, you know, it, there's that, you know, awkward look and uh you know, you, you it's like, okay, here's the love triangle, bada bing, you know. Yeah. Uh but but you know, clearly she does, she still has feelings, I would think, the way, the way she reacted for Barbie. Sure. Um, but when, when she came to the realization that, oh, wait a minute, this is all just a, you know, just, well, no, I guess she would have known that it's a alternate reality. Yeah, she knows it is. She knew it was an alternate reality. And I'm guessing they kind of feel like it was a dream, but they kind of don't too. Yeah, yeah. A very, very realistic dream. Yeah. Right. Like if you wake up from a dream that's really realistic and you kind of feel like it, mm-hmm. um, I'm guessing that's what it feels like, but it would still be awkward. <laughs> and, but in this case, again, we have to remember it hasn't even been like a full three weeks, right? Or it has been a full the, yeah, three- yeah, something like that. They've been saying it's been three weeks, but, you know, days have gone by. But so plus or minus, yeah. Right. But he had been with Ava much longer. Than he'd been with... With Barbie. Bar- 
I'm ben, sorry, Julia. Yeah, Julia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and he'd mourned and gotten over and right gone. You know, in his mind, dealt with it. Right. So that's going to be a weird dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. We had a couple of uh, group meetings here. One of them was the the town meeting again. Now, okay, now what do we do? And of course, Jim is running the show. I'm just surprised that he was not. He was only shouted down by Barbie and Julia. Right. How can anyone else want to follow him? Really, at this point. Right. And yeah, th- although it's been a year. Well, and they haven't had, oh, that's true. They haven't had to deal with him for a year. That's true. Right. They may just have forgotten. I guess we can, we can forgive that. Yeah. Okay. Sort well, of, kind of, maybe. No? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> He's kind of magnetic. But he, 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 he is, the, he, presents himself as the guy who knows what's going on yeah right yeah and it's hard not to just listen but i don't think they're gonna follow him like he wants them to definitely which is you know evident by the fact that he goes off and gets a canoe and (laughs) forget you i'm out yeah and the other meeting we had was a uh kind of a support group that uh Christine is really loving getting together here because, you know, she knew what Sam was doing and wants him to kind of – I'm not sure what the what the point here is unless it, too, is to get these people to move on in their real minds, you know, get over what has uh, what has been happening. And um, maybe – I'm wondering, you know, this whole move on thing, maybe it's forget about the dome, move on with your lives, trying to take people's minds off of it specifically – Maybe. 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 If, again, I keep going back to this. Does it want to watch these people in a enclosed environment, but it doesn't want to make them feel like it? they're in an enclosed environment? Um, mm. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of in that context. I, I mean, I don't know otherwise. But the thing about this therapy meeting that's making me angry is that Sam is leading it. <laughs> because his experience is an AA meeting and being a member of it, which is all well and good, but he's not a therapist and he's a murderer, right? But besides that, <laughs> <laughs> he's a doctor by trade. Well, um, and, and, and an AA meeting is usually you're trying to. It's it's just kick getting, something, you know, you know, right, Narcanon right, an and those kinds of things. Yeah, you're an addict. Right. What were these people, you know, try, what, what, it was what addiction? Yeah, it wasn't an addict. It was therapy. Yeah. So, his, I mean, and, his uh, AA experience doesn't necessarily translate into general no, therapy. Yeah. Into a group therapy session. No, um, it's it's a bit of a different animal. And I'm thinking, what qualifies him to do that except for the fact that Christine is just prodding him to do it? Mm-hmm. And why are these people thinking it's okay to just go to him and talk to him? Because <laughs> I don't know that I would be, you know, willing to just go to Sam and sit there and chat about my morning for my baby, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know that I would. Well, if we want to go back to the year, you know, Sam's been basically out of the picture for most people's lives. Uh, it, it, as far as, as relate, it hasn't related to most people's lives for the past year. He's been in that uh, prison. In jail, yeah. So maybe 
that's not again maybe that's not something that they have remembered or or yeah maybe yeah. i guess it's kind of a nice hand wave but yeah it's it's still it's still yeah. sam you know again it's another creepy factor thing because christine wants him to do it obviously because she can bend him i'm guessing you know she says it at the end that he's easily bendable mm-hmm. and um you know obviously cuz he's one of the leads of the series yes. in real life but um I'm guessing because of his personality, the people will listen to him. And and we keep seeing how people have changed. Um, Julia had noticed that uh, Barbie had changed. We don't get a specific uh, thing that is, is different about him from her, but maybe Sam has changed. These other people have changed. And they're kind of more, like you said, more pliant, more malleable uh, for Christine to, uh, to work with. Right. Um, at one point... Um, Nori has seemed to change quite a bit. Uh, where she's, she's now really moved on from Joe and, right. uh, hanging out at Andrea's place looking for stuff. Uh, okay. That part of Andrea's place was a little whacked out. Not happy about that. Oh, yeah. That was, that was kind of, that was kind of strange. Yeah, but I, it, it was, now, you know, last week I mentioned that I thought I heard a, a kind of a musical motif from, the Hunger Games, uh, yep. the stuff they had the Mockingjays sing. Yeah. And then, of course, there's Nori. Absolutely, you know, well, you know, before there was Katniss, there was, you know, you know, oh, yep. with, the, with the bow and arrow. So they the... mentioned it. I know. I thought about you when she said that. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. Last week it was a hint. This week it was a yeah. slap in the face. <laughs> That's right. And uh, Junior actually whistles that refrain. Oh, did he? I missed that. Yeah. When he burns down the house and he walks away from his dad, he whistles the little. <laughs> yep. Well, it's not the exact thing from the Hunger Games. Oh, okay. It's whatever they're doing in the show. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So, well, I thought last week was directly, it was the little four note musical really motif. It's close. Really? It's, it's longer than that. Oh, okay. So, I should have, I should have recorded We got to record that. Okay. Yeah. If, you, if you've got that out there, folks, we want to hear it. Yeah. I'll record it. <laughs> now he whistle. He's all nonchalant, all like, "Yeah, my house is burning down. See you, dead." Yeah, this is it as he walks away. You're dead to me, dude. Just like that house over there. Yeah, his dad is uh, non not pleased. No, he's like he doesn't know his own son, and he never. In the first and second seasons, I didn't think he knew his own son, uh, no. but now even more so. No, because his son was his his mother's child, I think, more than anything else. Hmm. And he didn't understand Junior at all. And I think even more so now, because Junior is, uh, Junior hates his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and in this case, it's, you know, he realizes now that his dad wanted him to be different. And, uh, and he's, he's kind of a disappointment, perhaps. Right. Yeah. So even so, even more now. And man, that was, I'm guessing that was a catharsis for him, yeah, burning yeah. that house down. And, and Christine's, she, she used this term a lot. And she said, I think, I think she said this directly to Jim or to Junior at one point, you know, finish what you started, drop the match. We are what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not what we think, not what we feel. We are what we do, not right. what we intend, you know. So he, you know, he, she's trying to get people to move. Beyond the theoretical, the, uh, I might, I, you know, I could do it. Right. And, uh, so I, because when you, when you take that step, that's really a, uh, 
that's kind of, you're turning a corner, especially when you do something like, oh, burn down your house. Right. You really turned and a corner. She's getting people to take action, which, again, I hate to keep harping on this, but if they're trying to watch how people do things, getting to take action would definitely be something they would prod them to do. Yeah. Yep. Again, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. And the that whole thing that I keep talking about every season with the um, life and death motifs, um, the cocoons, again, uh, a life transformation sort of thing, and them healing or changing while they're inside the chrysalis, um, that's happening again as well. So we'll see, you know, do they become pregnant in there? And there was that whole thing about, you know, between Big Jim and, and Julia talking about what happens inside a cocoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Big Jim wasn't exactly on the money <laughs> there. <laughs> but, it, uh, it, it, this is not an episode of nature? No. No, okay. <laughs> it, the, it doesn't disintegrate and then become a butterfly. It changes into a butterfly. Mm. So his his take on it was a bit on the dark side. Um, it's a life affirming thing that happens inside a chrysalis. But in this case, I can see what Big Jim is talking about that he thinks the chrysalis changed people and turned them dark. And that's why he's leaving. Now, I thought it was interesting. I know we're getting way off the, the tangent here, but I thought it was interesting that Big Jim really kind of seems to have his finger on the pulse of what's happening more than anyone else. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Right? I mean, he, he says it in this episode, and I don't know if he if it's true completely what he says, but I think his is more than anyone else. He says, I'm I'm right. If you look back, you'll see that I was always right. Now, he's not always right, but in this case he is. Um, everyone who is inside those cocoons, there's something wrong when they come out. They've changed and it's not a good change. And hmm. he tells Julia, Julia doesn't believe him. She says Barbie and I, we're going to be okay. And she doesn't want to think about it. And she just lets Big Jim go off to his island. And hopefully that plants a seed. But I think it's odd that the uh, the uh, voice of reason in this case <laughs> is Big Jim. And We love the irony be, here. I know. He seems to be the only person in this entire episode who has... His finger on the pulse. I mean, he, he really does kind of understand what's happening, even if it's just in a abstract way. And, you know, even he's talking to the dog and he says, I'm, you know, I'm the guy that's going to hide in the bunker. I'm out because this is not kosher. Now, at some, at some point, Julia did mention to Barbie, and it was in the caves where she said, you have changed. Right. She didn't say how, but something's different. She doesn't I, I, seem to think that it's a huge deal, though. True, and I—I I, I mean, as a, as the as a viewer, I didn't really notice exactly what. I didn't get that vibe myself. I think she was there to say it, just so that the viewer would say, you know, oh, right. oh, oh he must okay. Have changed. Well, until the end, when he's standing there. Well, that's everybody. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, let's go back no down to the. Rinky, rinky, hue, no <laughs> rinky, rinky, hue. 
Yeah. Let's go back then into the caves. Um, we get uh, we get Barbie down to the caves, trying to figure out what's going on. You know, so get some more answers. Trying to find, I think he was trying to find Mel at the time too. But uh, but he manages to find our poor buddy Ben with weird Aww. purple stuff in his veins, which brings us to and now the Barbie of the week realization Barbie and comes with asthmatic dead sidekick and creepy half sister doll. This has been the Barbie of the week. Want to thank Troy Heinrichs of Under the Dome Radio for that one. We'll have some more later on, but we uh, went through the list and said. Yeah, all the ones I came with stunk, and uh, and then of, of the ones that were user uh, uh, listener submitted, that had to be that was the best. We'll we get some good ones later on. You'll like that. Yeah, but yeah, so we, he, he that's and he's down there, and he finally realizes what uh, you know why Ben died in the alternate reality. Realizes it's Mel, uh, Melanie that's got to be the one who did that. So, uh, so that you know that's that's got to be. You know, it'd be tough for him. That's my sister, you know. Right. But, right. Uh, but then I guess that kind of reinforces that maybe his sister isn't who she meant to be. And uh, ha- after having lived with her for so long, um, as just, you know, his sister, you know, trying to figure out who, you know, what's going on. Why why did she come back after 25 years? Da, 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 da. Um, you know, so, he, and, and you know, again, it's been a year since he since all that happened in his mind, but uh, yeah, I would still think it's difficult to kind of say, uh, yeah, sure. we got to get rid of her or, or at sure. least ask her something, find out what's going on. In his mind, she was good for the whole time he knew about her. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was probably jarring. And of course that helps when Christine kills her later in front of them to reinforce the fact that Christine is this good person. Yes, yeah, well, she was, you know, helping them. But then, of course, as uh, as Barbie notes, now we'll never get any answers from her, which right. I think was, you know, the that point as well. The we got we got a win win for Christine. They think I'm on their side. Number one, number two, you know, Mel can't, can't say talk. nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was a win 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 all the way around. Mm. Um, so yeah, that it it. It helped her immensely that uh, they found Ben. Uh, yes, actually, it did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was a big, a big turning point for for Christine there. And I think uh, not only that that was twofold for for um, Barbie though, because that also that made it so Barbie kind of has a seed of doubt that you know, oh well, there's something weird happening here. Because he was choked. He wasn't, you know, he didn't die of this asthmatic attack. So there's a little bit of doubt there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Who did that? Right. Um, so if there's any link that he can find between Melanie and Christine ever, then there's going to be a connection made. Aha, uh-huh. that's true. That's true. So um, there's that. But. It also comes with that twist of, you know, Christine did shut Melanie up in the end. So, and, the, you know, there's going to have to come a point where Ava and Christine, you know, Barbie is really close to Ava. So he's, he's in a position to get more answers he, from he that. He might find out yeah, stuff. Yeah. From that crowd. Yeah. 
So Ava's in danger as well. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure Christine doesn't want her accidentally talking because of the you know the relationship they formed. She yeah. might know something even by accident, Ava. Ah. Who knows? You know, she might know something weird about the egg. And uh, spill it. And spill the beans. And once they once once it's determined that she knows something about the egg, then yeah, then all hell's gonna yeah, break yeah, loose. Yeah. Stand right. back. Well, at the very very end here, we get the uh, you know the creepy voiceover and uh, and the whole bit now <laughs> By you know Christine yeah oh man alive they're being cultivated but those not at the cocoon not in the cocoons need to die right. And uh, that includes Julia, Big Jim, Junior. junior. Not, except, well, no, well, actually, Junior, junior, junior she, made it. Because she turned him easily. Yeah. Right. So just Big Jim and Julia, is that the only? Wow. Yeah, I guess so. Mm, that's bad news. Mm. So, uh, so they're being cultivated. Cultivated for what? How? Cultivated, you know, what's what's the cultivation doing, you know? Right. Uh, lots of lots of open questions here. You and put then, moon aliens, which makes me laugh. Well, you know, they're all staring at the moon after she, you know, know. gets the after she gets the purple stone glowing and everybody's like uh, brains. Um they all just staring at the moon. And I'm thinking, is that because they're these aliens are from are the they moon? Vampires? Are they werewolves? They're 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 moon aliens. <laughs> She's got the guys staring back at home. Home sweet home. We're all staring at the same sea moon. of tranquility. You know, I don't know. I know. But they all kind of go back to their uh, cocoon states. Barbie holds hands with Eva, and uh, is it Eva or Ava? You say Ava, I say Eva. I don't you know. You say tomato, I they say, say tomato. They say something in the show. I just don't. Uh, remember who knows? When I'll, we got I'll, I'll make Eva. <laughs> I'll make, make a, a note of it, it next week, and you can correct me because <laughs> I'm sure it's however you say it. <laughs> but yeah, so so this is real, and you know, it's like okay, once she turns off the purple stone, then what are they going to think? Why are we all here looking at the moon? <laughs> it's so pretty. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, and she that voiceover came out of nowhere for me <laughs> when she starts talking. Junior was the first to turn, and I'm like, what? What? Is she doing a monologue to me? <laughs> Captain's log, start date four two six nine. It was kind of like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like she's keeping keeping a log for her, uh, you know, moon alien overlords back home. Right, talking into the shell of crystals, <laughs> <laughs> and it's recording in the crystals, like in the what? Uh, doesn't Superman have those crystals that record stuff up in his? Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's like that. Let's mix every pop culture reference. <laughs> we have it all, folks. You really got to be, you know, up on your <laughs> sci-fi and genre. You do. Uh, uh, TV shows and movies. Otherwise, we're going to yeah. lose you. No this, no. this whole moon thing, um, if the whole town is out there in the middle of the street, what does Julia think? Because she's got to be alone, right? That's true. Big Jim's out being the designated survivor. So she's the only one going around. Guys? Guys, hey, hey where, um, hello. Yeah. Where is everybody? I hope they do something. Uh, they pick that up um, at the beginning of the next episode. We shall yeah, I see. I hope so, too. I'm not, I don't have any uh, high hopes for that, but, you know. No, I don't either, but that's got to be weird. She's going to have to stumble across someone being kind of a zombie, right? <laughs> so. 
Yeah. All righty. It was a weird episode, I have to say. Um, and mostly because of how people acted in it. I wasn't a huge fan of, oh, Joe. Joe, Julia, Big Jim. Right? Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, or was Joe in the cocoon? No, Joe was in the cocoon because he wouldn't. Okay. Uh, no, you're he right. Wouldn't, he wouldn't uh, forgive Sam. But he seems to be like weird. He's changed. <laughs> I know. There you are. Um, well, here you go. He's taller. <laughs> yeah, that's what, see, that's how they'll explain the, the, uh, the Tally. much older, you know, uh, teenagers and, you know, getting taller and whatnot. Yes, there you Is are. That, it? that life force, you know, kind of aged them a year. Yeah. I didn't, I just didn't like the disregard. I mean, um, Nori with the shooting of the pig and how she mistreated, you know, the body and, how she treated Joe and how she's all with Hunter and Hunter was rude. And that was weirdness to me Mm -hmm. stuff. So changed, (laughs) you know, there it is. They changed, you know, it was interesting. I was, I was wondering about, um, the, just a little, I don't know if it's an Easter egg or if it's nothing. Uh, but the sorority that she was in, in the alternate reality was Zeta Epsilon. Mm-hmm. The first two letters of Zenith. <gasps> and I have no idea what that would mean. <laughs> Who, cares? Yes. Care, hey. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> oh, man. But apparently there actually is a Zeta Epsilon yeah, sure. sorority. Yeah. But he calls her Zeta, right? Yeah. Hey, Zeta. Yeah, or Zeta, yeah. yeah. How do you know that? Yeah, well, I must so, have said something. And we have two uh, mirroring love triangles, I guess, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is the love triangle. So it's a it's a love hexagon now. Well, it's not, not all, you know. <laughs> just mirrors. It just mirrors them. Yeah. Because anyway. we've got to have mirrors. We've got to have a balance on the two <laughs> sides. So. Uh, was there anything else we need to talk about in the episode? I, think I mean, we're-, we're we're pretty sketchy on it, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I think we did a good job. We didn't, you know, kind of, kind of in groups of things here. Yeah, yeah, I think we're set. I think, uh, we have pretty much asked all the weird questions that need to be asked and are really hoping for listener feedback to answer those questions because frankly, I, I, I want to no reiterate the, I want to know the timeline of the egg. That's the thing I, want to go back and trace or i want someone to do it for me yeah that is true because it, it was it showed up get back in the mini dome it showed up 25 years ago right so is and it, then how did christine dig it up as an egg yeah and then how did it get back in a mini dome that was buried again and the kids found it so that's the one question if you guys have insights on that let me know please because we're, we're we're just as puzzled as you I, are. Hopefully, hopefully know. less. Because am I missing something? <laughs> so okay. Hopefully, you are are, are more more. Get, get or have, have they not explained that yet? You've got great uh, great theories, and we'll hear a few theories later on. But right now, we've got to say goodbye <laughs> to a couple of folks. Actually, one's not a folk. One's uh, I, I I thought I'd throw an obituary in for the Rennie's house. I put a big lol next to it in the notes. I mean, that was just that was classic. Um, you know, we've, we've been in there a number of times. The kids have slept there, you know, people have crashed there before. And and now, you know, we can tear down those sets. 
That's right. And of course, I wish I had had time to download just burning down the house. Just that little sound. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would have played it. <laughs> I remember that song. Yep. And of course, we really do have to say a few words about Melanie, who has been with us since uh, season two, I believe. Yep. And has uh, been a great source of uh, theories and questions and weirdness. And a goop, apparently, you know. Wet hair. Wet hair. <laughs> and we are really going to miss her and her her weirdness. Her etherealness. The, the, I mean, Barb always, and you too, Crazy Lake Chick. That was your name for That's her. That's right, Crazy Lake Chick. That's right. We're going we're gonna to miss the Crazy Lake Chick. We're going to miss the cra- wet Crazy Lake Chick. <laughs> Bye-bye, Melanie. Uh, maybe. Maybe there's always she's already died a couple times. <laughs> That's, so right. That's right. Can you really be um, can you really be prosecuted for killing somebody who's already dead? <laughs> That's right. Who knows? All righty. Let's get to some feedback here. And I want to start with some great Barbies of the week. Um, these were good. Uh, we had one run. We had, there's, this is the runner up and Karen and I are discussing which one's going to be the Barbie of the week. <laughs> and we go through the list of what we have here. And I, I had, I had three of my own that I added and I just really didn't like any of them. I'll try to put one out on the, uh, on our Twitter feed, uh, during commercial breaks. And I really wasn't coming up with anything. It really wasn't that good. Uh, but we got some great ones. Um, Barb emailed one to us, I believe, or no, she tweeted this one to us. She said, this is the runner-up, Moon Minion Barbie. I love that. I like I love the that. Moon Minion Barbie, yeah. Moon Minion Barbie comes with glazed look and fellow townspeople, full moon not included. <laughs> of course, that would be a separate accessory. Yeah, of course. It, it comes with a half moon, and then you buy, have to buy the other half. Another half. half. <laughs> so they're only half glazed over. The interlocking half. There you are. Kind of like those little, you know, friends forever pendants. Okay. That's right. Justina came up with brainwashed Barbie, complete with cosmetically connected girlfriend baby accessory available later this fall. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that was good. Baby accessory available later this yep. fall. Then about nine months or so. <laughs> Wayne from Under the Dome Radio said, caught in a love trap Barbie, complete with crazy pregnant love triangle. Can- caught in a trap. <laughs> Can a love triangle be pregnant? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I'm guessing yes. And finally, Kendra came up with Weepy, Weepy Barbie. Oh, he comes with real tears and mixed emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy mixed up fun. Oh, man alive, man alive. Yes. Thank you. Th- th- those are great. Those are absolutely fantastic. Love them. Love them. Okay. I'm going to read Barb's uh, m- email here. She sent <laughs> this in to feedback, uh, goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. And she said this, hello, Karen and Doug. Hello, Barb. Hello, Barb. This is Barb, your political cartoon lampoonist, calling in with my report on this week's activity under the dome. I'm trying to get to the bottom of all the questions that have been raised. Inquiring minds want to know. You work for the National Enquirer? I, if you, moonlighting on that? It's it's the Gazette or nobody? Moonlighting. I see what you did there, moonlighting. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. I didn't, I didn't even try to do that one. All right, yeah, but yeah, you, you work for the Gazette, just just so you know. Okay. 
And we're not we're not a uh, a, a supermarket tabloid. We're not a tabloid. Well, not much at least. Shh. Kind of, sort of. Okay, number one. Here we go. How could creepy lake chick die when she was already dead? Will she rise again? We hope not. These are my questions too, Barb. They're burning. <laughs> number two. If Christine is the queen butterfly, has monarch Julia been dethroned? And we thought maybe, yeah, you may be right. Yeah. Was she only a puppet leader of the Chestersville Kingdom? Were the aliens looking for someone naive to lead everyone to the cocoons and originally chose the kids, but determined that Julia was unintelligent enough for the job? <laughs> Yow! I Just... love Barb. Barb, her name fits her perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is called Pulling No Punches. Okay, number three. If Eva, Eva, was in the cocoon for a full three weeks, why wasn't she fully converted to alien status? And why does she have doubts? Most of the other townsfolk were only in the cocoons for about 24 hours, and Junior was probably only in his for a few hours at most, but some of them seemed to be drinking the grape Kool-Aid more than Eva. Does that mean she has enough intelligence to help get the town out of this mess? Mm. Ooh. She se she seems a little yeah like, a little like the skeptic there. She's Rebecca. Oh, she's Christine's Rebecca. Oh, okay, alrighty, that can't be good. Okay, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Number four. How can Julia be insanely jealous of a dream relationship that her three week lover, husband killer Barbie, had with another woman? Right. Wow. That that, yeah. that slap upside the head. Okay. That's right. That's a good question, I'd say. It is very good. Number five. How can axe murderer Sam lead a support group? Will they chop wood as part of their therapy sessions? <laughs> Barb, I swear you and I are sisters from different misters. I've never heard that before. You haven't? I've heard brothers of different different brothers from different, a different mother, but... Okay. <laughs> Number six. There's only seven, so, okay. Number six, how can murderous, crazy Big Jim think his son is nuts? Doesn't he know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree? Indeed. And finally, number seven, why <laughs> am I still watching this show? <laughs> Have I visited a cave lately? Well, yeah, you've changed. You're it because it's a train wreck. And, you and are. we all love it like that. You've changed, Plus Barb. You have to watch it in order to listen to us. Yeah, you are. Yeah, to understand what the heck we're talking about. That's right. Can you imagine somebody listening to this podcast thinking, what the heck <laughs> are they talking about? Right. Oh, man. Imagine an alien from the moon coming down and intercepting these, you know, these sounds. Oh, man. Okay, so she says she... Bye finalizes here i'm still investigating and seem to barely be creeping toward answers but i'll keep digging, digging. thank you thank you for evidence this is barb signing out i think i'll do some night sleuthing there should be some extra light as there is a full moon That's all right. wow pull up your pants christy okay she's mooning everyone uh, <laughs> oh no all right, Barb, you really brought it there. Okay, go ahead. She uh, did. She brought it. Oh, man. That what was skewering, Barb. <laughs> Barb's new name is Skewer. Okay, so uh, I'll read Justina's, you right? read. You read Justina's. How about that? How about you read Justina's? She's our investigative reporter. She is. We send her out on, on assignments. And um, sometimes she just goes on her own, and we just get we have no control over her sometimes. No, we don't. That's fine, though. Most of the time. 
Although last week she was lost in a tunnel. So um, well, at least this I, week we got her back. Yeah, she's back this week. Hi, Karen and Doug. Hi. This is a Chester's Mill Gazette special report. We need a little <laughs> news thing. I think this really is a social experiment. Action sent anthropologists to Chester's Mill. Anthropologists study societies, their culture, and evolution over time. When Christine came in contact with the egg, she evolved into something else. I think that she also took on Melanie's power through the blood on that knife. Ooh. Hmm. A society will evolve in extreme circumstances like those under the dome. Many of the residents were shown a happier life in the alternate reality. This should make them more willing to do whatever Christine wants if she promises a way to get back to the way things were in that world. Ah, malleable again. Hmm. Joe is resisting. I think there is two reasons for this. Number one, Joe's life was still not very happy in the alternate reality. Angie is still dead and Nori is moving on with her society life. And number two, Joe has been trying to study and understand the dome the whole time. He was always using physics and science to try to help his town. He will not just blindly believe. Good point. I believe that Christine saved Julia to keep Barbie compliant and paint herself as a trustworthy person. Yeah, we do. Too. Yeah, yeah. The butterfly's life cycle is over. I'm wondering if Julie's, Julia's cycle as the monarch is over. Her sway over the dome and Barbie seem to be weaker. Mm, interesting. Okay. So, yeah, they've come out of the cocoon. So the butterfly motif is. Mm. Mm. That might be over. Yeah. Either way, I am keeping my eyes on the moon as I continue to investigate the strange events here. The egg is broken, but the power resides in Christine. But what's up with the moon? Is it a giant egg? Barbie and Ava's baby could be a new species that could save the human race. It is not the first baby born under the dome, but it is the first baby created by the dome. This is Justina, and that is what I think is going on under the dome. I got to ask, and I, I can't get an answer till later, I suppose, whether Justina has ever seen Doctor Who. Ooh. Because I don't know if she there was that. an episode where the moon was an egg. A giant egg. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yes. I'll Again, there, there, there are folks, you got to be up on your genre TV mm -hmm. and movies already. These were great. These are, and, and, you know, Justina has some very good um, uh, observations about Joe. Mm -hmm, that, very that, much so. that Christine, in the alternate reality, really couldn't get Joe to move on very much. I right. think near the end of their time in there, I thought the death of Sam or the attempted attack on Sam was supposed to give Joe something. To, oh, oh, I will forgive you. I'm sorry. You, you know, your life's so hard in here. Kind of thing. I, th I think that was about to happen or that was the intent there. Mm -hmm. But now, like she said, he, he was he wasn't any happier there than he was here because uh, Angie was was dead, and even even less so because Nori has you know moved on with Hunter, um, and it's happened now. So yeah, I I, I do I do think that uh, he is going to be um, he, he's going to be a central character in this uh, in this season, right? And you know he is the one that was always about science, and you know how the dome works and all that. Mm -hmm. So. She has a really good point about that, that he's trying to figure out the dome. And that's always going to be a focus for him. So, good points, everyone. Thanks for writing in. You know, you too can write in. You can, really. No, it's anybody can. I mean, that's right. you know, 
No, no biggie. You can call if you'd like 304-837-2278 for our voicemail feedback hotline. Or the best thing to do is to go to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. And from there, you can type something in. You can create your own audio file and upload it there. Or you can use the nifty little speak pipe graphic. You click on that. It turns on your microphone on your computer and you just talk away. And we listen to everything in your house. I mean, um, and then you can talk into the mic. And <laughs> yes, indeed. It'll come to us. You know, this is not person of interest. We're spying on people. <laughs> Sorry. If you want to see my potential Barbies of the week during the uh, during the episode, you can. Uh, and, and if you want to tweet back to us your ideas, that's another place to do it. On Twitter, we are at C Mill Gazette G S M C M I L L Gazette One Z Two T's G S M. Uh, and I'm at Doug Payton, and she's at Alaveria, and we use the hashtag UTD Gazette. But the big one now is the Facebook page. Ooh. That's right. Ooh. Go to the Facebook page, and you, there's a huge URL for you know you know Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/Chester'sMillGazette. Just look. You'll find us. Just look at it. You can't miss it. Chester's Mill Gazette. One Z, two T's. Thank you. All righty. You know what we need now. We need a uh, weather forecast. Yeah. What's oh happening goodness. next week? It was raining here today. Oh, not here. Oh, okay. Uh, next week. So we have spoilers. So shoo, shoo, if you don't want to hear. But it's not big. Um, next week is called The Kinship. The Four Hands? No, The Kinship. No, The Kinship. <laughs> the Kinship of the Four Hands. Oh, no. I'm, well, I'm waiting. A, I want those four hands explained. Go ahead. I know, me Sorry. too. It's not a canoe, though. It's a kinship. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's terrible. That's the worst. No, I don't deserve that. <laughs> I deserve this. <laughs> um, under the guise of helping Chester's Mill rebuild, Christine Marg Helgenberger urges the townspeople towards specific individuals and projects that remind them of their experience in the tunnels. Also, Julia and Big Jim make shocking discoveries that reveal a new threat within the dome on Under the Dome, Thursday, July 9th at 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Central on the CBS television network. Oh, no, my. 10 p.m., 9, 9 p.m. Central. Sorry don't, about that. Those don't don't screw those central you know time zone no, no. people up. Oh my goodness! I will not. Um, and there's a guest star next week that might be familiar to some people. Frank Whaley is in next week's episode, and he plays. Um, he was in Pulp Fiction. Um, he was the kid that stole the briefcase in Pulp Fiction, and he is also one of the minor characters on Ray Donovan. Uh, he is playing Dr. Marston, and uh, you'll probably recognize him. He's been in a million shows as an extra, um, so he, he'll he be a familiar face next week. I'd, I can't wait to see what he's playing next week. Hopefully a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we need really one. need a therapist. That's what we need is another therapist. Yeah. Right. Um, and next week's episode is written by Catherine Humphreys and directed by Ed Ornelius. Alrighty. So a little that's easier to pronounce. Next week. A little easier. Yes. Well so I can't wait to see Frank. He's he's a really good actor, I think. 
I, I don't I didn't watch Pulp Fiction or Ray Donovan, so I don't know You'll for sure. But I, but him, I th- th- the name sounds familiar. I'll have to look him up. He's been in a lot of different shows. You will recognize him. I guarantee. I guarantee. All righty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, wow. It's lots nuts out there. And we've got lots of questions, and hopefully we will get some answers. But it's in the meantime. Moon, I might have to go outside and put my hands out like a zombie. <laughs> and just stare at it. That's right. Well, while you're staring at the moon, we want to thank you for reading the this issue of the Chester's Mill Gazette. I am Doug, and I am paddling my canoe off into the sunset. Or maybe, Again. Or maybe the moonset. You wish. Hmm. You're going to be that last survivor, right? The designated survivor. That's right. And I'm Karen, wondering if there's any other color of crystal. It's perfect. Talk to you next week. Chester's Mill Gazette is presented by Golden Spiral Media at goldenspiralmedia.com.